Hello and welcome to the MHG podcast. As usual, life can be a bit miserable, life can be a bit dark and bloody hot. So we're here to bring you the coolness, some positivity and some light. I've completely screwed that up. Uh, but somebody doesn't screw things up, apart from every week we record because he he has to question his life choices. It's true. Hey, do it's true. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing here? <laughs> What's the point? No, 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 no. I love it. Now I'm good. I am very good. Yeah, I'm tired, but uh, you know, I'm coping. Oh, the heat is a pain in the in the rump. I could do with sleeping in a yeah. refrigerator tonight, for, to be quite honest with you. Well, protect yourself from the uh, atomic bombs and everything that are going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I, I. Do you know? I can't even bring myself to watch that Dial of Destiny because it's just. I just. I'm done with that franchise, to be honest. It can't be worse than Crystal Skull, can it? I don't know. Probably not, but I don't want to find out. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I don't. Do you know what I don't know about Harrison Ford? I don't know whether he's a good person or whether he's just completely gone because he just seems so indifferent to everything now. And it's kind of like, is it a bit? Is it just like, is everything you do now just a bit? Or are you generally that grumpy and apathetic towards the, the movie industry now, yet still taking all the monies? Yeah. Why? What are you doing, Harrison? I don't know what you are anymore. Yeah, it's one or the other, isn't it? Either take the money and smile, or refuse it and be grumpy. You can't do both. Yeah, he was in the, was it the Star Wars ones that he was back in before he, spoiler, died. It was like, um, even the performance was like, oh, God, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, no. And I, I kind of want the whole, of whatever this next Indiana Jones is, I just kind of want the whole thing just to be Harrison Ford, just walking around, just muttering to himself because he does, really doesn't want to be doing this anymore. So, oh, this is, why have I done this? This is another adventure. I don't want to do another adventure. So why, do, why do we adventure? Why do we do any of this? And just like apathetic towards the whole thing. That would be a great Indiana Jones movie. and Well, definitely better than Crystal Skull. Yes, anything would be. Watching the paint dry would be better than Crystal Skull. But there we are. What if it was a painting of Crystal Skull? Better, definitely better. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Do you know what else could be better than Crystal Skull? Just about anything. Video games. Well, not all of them, but yeah. <laughs> Most video games, Joe. I've got yeah, the very few video games I've tried that I would rather not I would rather not play for two hours than watch Crystal Skull. That's how bad it is. But yes, you're yeah. quite right. Video what? games, Brad. Yeah. But before we know, can you name one that you would rather like you'd rather watch Crystal Skull over play a particular video game? Hmm, I don't know, because it, it would have to be so bad that it was totally unenjoyable to to play, even if you were crap at it. Like, really, really Yeah, bad. even, like, Ride to Redemption or whatever it was called, or Ride to Hell Redemption, that one with the uh, fully clothed sex scenes that are really bad on the motorbikes. <laughs> even that's got merits for playing it, just because you could say you have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, I don't think there is anything worse than Crystal Skull. Nope. Not even Hitler. <laughs> Definitely not Hitler. I mean, don't, right, okay. <laughs> See, now, you could edit that for yourself in such a bad way. You just really made it sound like, do you know what? I'm a fan of Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is why I've got the hand on the editorial controls, you see, because otherwise it'd be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, because now you could edit me going, I'm a fan of Hitler. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, video games then. So, yeah. what have you been playing video games-wise? I've been playing. I was going to go Sexy Bunker with Hitler, but I don't think I have. Uh, there probably is a game about that. If there isn't, the damn well should is. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, there's, yeah, there's bound to be some, like, under-the-radar bloody sex game on Steam. Um, yeah, anyway. I've, I've been playing Marble It Up Ultra. Sorry to the developers of Marble It Up Ultra that you've got to be linked into with Hitler and sex. Um, ah, they love Christ. it. Yeah, they do. Uh, but, yeah, I've been playing Marble It Up Ultra. Um, since the dawn of video games, show, there's been marble games. Um, marble Madness. And then you had Marble Blast Ultra on the 360. I know there's a big gap there between those two. Um, there were probably others then, but there's like you had like uh, yeah, uh, Marble not Marble Madness. What was I? Oh my god, Monkey Ball. Stu, I've lost myself. <laughs> Monkey Ball's another good yeah. one. Um, but yeah, it was 360 had one. Marble Blast Ultra, Cooler World, stuff like that. Ball control, it's brilliant. Uh, but anyway. A little while ago, a few years back, 2018 I think it was, uh, Marble It Up came out. Um, and it was another good take on the rolling a marble or rolling a ball along the level to get to a goal game. Um, it released on Steam, it released on uh, Switch, uh, probably some other stuff as well that I can't remember. Um, now, you probably didn't know this, Joe, but did you know this game needed an update remaster version? Do you know, I really didn't know that. No. No. Uh, but it did. Um, and they've called it Marble Blast. Marble, I'm getting it, my game's mixed up. They've called it Marble It Up Ultra, which is basically, it's a free download, actually. It's a free upgrade to people who own the original game. Uh, but basically, yeah, it adds a whole bunch of new levels and skins and bloody blah, blah and stuff like that. Um, that you could get different levels. It's got a workshop content in it now on Steam, and it works natively on Steam Deck, which the previous version didn't. Um, the old version, which is a game ideal for Steam Deck, run like absolute crap. Um, so the only way to play it on Steam Deck was to uh, uh, was to use the Switch version, uh, which I did. I own it on the Switch. I own it on Steam. Um, so I thought, fair enough. I'll just make my own version, which I did. But Marble It Up Ultra's out. It's more of the same. It's bigger. It's better. It's absolutely brilliant. I love these games. And yeah, you've just got to get to a level, end of a level as quick as you can. Um, some levels are just straight up, get there really fast. Others have different types of obstacles. Others have like things you must collect. Um, there's mini games in there now in a good way. So it's like there's this like a sumo mini game where different like you and uh, somebody you're against as a marble crash against each other whoever falls out of the level loses they've got a rocket league style marble game in there as well where the marbles are the cars and then there's a ball which kind of seems like you just like it's, it'd be like football if um, you was just kicking other humans about which is kind of weird <laughs> to think about it um which on the offside, did you have you heard the uh, fame theory about uh beta in cars uh no i don't think so go on so in cars uh, by the way, Marble It Up Ultra is is brilliant. I love it. If you've ever got it, if you've got it, it's a free upgrade. Um, if you haven't, buy it. It's brilliant. Uh, Marble It Up Ultra. I like, absolutely love it. Um, anyway, um, yeah, Mater, right, in cars, he's got a junkyard. Right. And have you ever seen what's in his junkyard? No. Uh, car parts. Now, in the world of cars, there's no humans. Right? Only cars. So, technically, his junkyard absolutely full of bits of other cars essentially remains human remains in the world of cars right and mater has been collecting them and no one cares 
He's collecting body parts, Stu. Oh my god, that's dark. Yeah, I know. I saw it. I just went, what? What? Oh yeah. Oh, that does make sense. Uh, I know, like most Disney films, when you sort of go into them, you got you find about fifty thousand million contradictions, and that can't work like that. But yeah. Um, I think it's darker than why did the glass slipper turn back to whatever it was originally in Cinderella. Yeah, really strange. Uh, but Marvel Plus, Marvel the Up Ultra is really, really good. Um, I hope it gets a sequel. Um, and it, just, it runs perfect on Steam Deck as well, which is really, really good. All, yeah. all games like this, quick pick up and play games, uh, puzzle games, these sort of things, should always work well on a handheld and this does. And it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Is it good though, Brad? <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love it. You might not believe that. Uh, uh, excellent. Uh, yeah, no, it's yeah. Good, um, a kind of, yeah, I, I, I will play those sorts of games. Um, I tend to only play them for a shortish time because I kind of get yeah. frustrated at how crap I am at them. But um, I really like Marble Madness. Now, that's partly because of the view and part, you know, the view perspective on it. Uh, oh, I, I want another game. I would love another one that had that perspective done to yeah. it but with modern like physics and controls and yeah yeah, yeah. and um is this, what is it that's a little bit like it it's like um is it called super sonic the arcade sonic game with the trackball that's a yes. little bit like that um quite unique but um yeah no they're good yes. they're good I, I liked monkey ball although you know I just had to battle to get through it. Not any best times or collections or any crap like that. But yes, it does sound pretty good. I might pick it up at some point. Yeah, I mean, again, this is all... What I would say, this is going to depend on how much you like these sort of games. I said, I loved Cooler World. I loved Cora Rimpa. I loved Marble Blast um, Ultra. And I, I loved all of those. Like I even like Screwball Scramble. Um Video game version of Screwball Scramble. Come on, people. Yeah, that would be a great idea, actually. Yeah, lots of different tables. Really, yeah, Really insane yeah. with it. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, I love all, all, all that stuff. 25 quid if you don't already own it, which could be a bit steep for some. Um, if it's not like something you're really into, then I can see that being a bit off-putting. But if you've enjoyed anything like, I say, Marvel Madness or Marvel Blast Ultra, anything like that, then, yeah, this is well worth a purchase there's easily the value there as well okay fair enough that's a very ambitious uh, price that they've gone for there but i hope it yeah. works for them yeah so what video game stroke does the pixar movie do you want to talk about <laughs> i don't really want to talk about any pixar because they've got so rubbish over the last few not rubbish but you know what i mean just kind of Middle of the road, not trying, much more Disneyfied. It's just yeah. They're not they're not Spider Verse. No, no. Essentially. No, or that new Turtles one which I still haven't seen. Well Oh yeah, I've got to get that. Uh, that looks really good actually. It does. Uh, I fancy that. Yeah, yeah, me too. But other than that Disney and Pixar output, I've been playing, which is no surprise because we've already talked about it before, <laughs> Armored Core Six, Fires of Rubicon. Um, which you know probably everybody knows about, even if they're not interested or they haven't played it, because it's by From Software, and it's one of those that you know they were famous in inverted commas for making the Armored Core series from were, and then you know a little game called Demon Souls came along that they created, and then since then they've been the Demon Souls and Soulsborne studio and. You know, everyone forgot about Armour Core, and now it's come back and it's got a load of attention because it's uh, it's by From Software. So 
nice to see it back. And I've talked about it in brief in a, in the previous in a previous episode. And I we had a well, I say we I had an interview with Ollie Barder, who's one of the big fans, big proponents of the Armored Core series, and has been for about well since Inception, really, not since the film Inception, since the series Inception. Not the TV series of Inception. I'm going down an Inception rabbit hole, Brad, stop me. But um, It's like you went into my mind for a Yeah, second. I've taken over. It's being John Malkovich, being Brad Malkovich or something. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, so I had an interview with Oli Barda, who's a game designer and journalist and uh, has been a friend of mine for 20 years or so uh, to talk about um, Core 6. And uh, you can hear a little snippet of that interview, which will be available on a separate podcast soon. So here it is. I actually got to play the game like a month before it got released for like a behind, you know, closed doors thing. And I yeah. remember going against that first boss for the first time and going, are they serious? This is the first <laughs> level. I'm not, I think I actually killed it first time, but I remember thinking that is going to really like limit a lot of people. They're going to have a really tough time with that. So yeah, great interview. Unsure about the interviewer, uh, but the interviewee was boss. Gosh. That much I must say. Harsh but fair. Um, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on, on the game, though, Stu? Come on, let's, let's hear more of that. <laughs> well, my personal thoughts are that it's really excellent. And it does a couple of things that... Um, it it does stuff that it's always done, which is great. So it doesn't just completely go, uh, oh, you know, let's chuck out the old rule book and do something completely new with it and, and match any audience expectations that are, that are around. And it doesn't also go, well, let's reskin you know, Dark Souls game into Armored Core. So it's got their kind of, their DNA and their kind of approach to games threaded through it. So you do have stamina bars and you do have stagger points and you do have, you know, builds that are ideal versus, uh, you know, just being able to make the best of your build. Although there's a little bit of that in there, but there is definitely a kind of a best trod path to follow. Um, but, in typical from style they don't tell you what that is you have to discover it for yourself and it's got a ludicrously harsh and difficult first boss encounter right at the beginning of the game when you haven't really been taught no not in a from game right but it doesn't even have like a yeah as we talk about in the interview it doesn't even have like a, a fail state that you're supposed to hit you know it doesn't beat you intentionally and then carry on with the story you actually have to beat this boss so it it all wrong for a lot of people doing that and but then it gets much more balanced and if you get past that first hump it's a really good game it, it there are always going to be these from games they're always going to be very very hard very focused you have to pay a lot of attention you have to be ready for the challenge but as i compare it to on the in, in the interview it's similar to uh, Ace Combat, which is like one of my absolute favourites, and very much like Ace Combat Seven, the most recent one. And you know, you have that garage thing where you go in and you know fix things up and and make them the best they can be. Pick different builds for the different missions. The missions are very different in character and what loadout you need. And it actually forces you to think about what you want to carry. Do you want to have like explosive armament? Do you want to have heavy tank tracks? Do you want to be more nimble and fast? You know, do you want to be mostly airborne in this mission or are you going to stay ground based or is it something that flips between the two? So you'll definitely get the most out of 
the things that are available to you rather than it be a kind of oh you're just kind of it's like a humanoid but skinned as a robot kind of thing you genuinely feel yeah. like you're piloting a piece of machinery that has you know weight and inertia and stuff um the missions themselves are good they're really well laid out and they they tend to be like you know all these things are from very much boss focused rather than about beating sets of enemies and then you know having a bit of a boss encounter now it's much more weighted the other direction how you react to it will be very much based on that and level layout because the level structure is okay it's not fascinating or fantastic it's a little bit pedestrian um it's all about really those encounters it's kind of hopping from arena to arena to um you know to get into these boss battles it's almost a kind of you know, like you know, go way back to Virtual On, which was you know an early mech game by Sega, much more lightweight than this. But it's it's that similar sort of you know one on one encounter and uh, that pitched battle in a, in a small wish arena kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a really good game. It's a, it's a, it's kind of appealing to look at, but um, in a kind of dark gritty kind of typical from software kind of a way um not very exciting to look at not really pushing any technical boundaries either but um it does the job you know in the way that it looks it's quite atmospheric it does have a really good sense of scale really big buildings really some really big mechs and that's nice you know you get a sense of like i was talking about the weight and the inertia and that's like tripled quadrupled you know, by these great big massive machines. So yeah, yeah. so if you, if you like the thought of bits of Gran Turismo, bits of Ace Combat, and any of the old mecha games that you've played, if you like that thought of it, sort of sort of stapled with that action genre, then it might well be for you. It's not a classic, but it's a it's a solid good game, and I'm yeah I'm finding it really good fun. So the one thing I, I want to find out is the. Uh... The Souls games of Bloodborne are, I find them, their pacing is fairly meandering for, for the right reasons. It, it is slow, it's methodical. Whereas this looks like, in presentation at least, I've not watched any gameplay or anything properly because I want to I wanna play this and experience it myself, but it looks action-packed, which is not what you expect from a soft uh, from soft game. Is it action, is it fast, or does it take up more of that kind of... Um, slower stuff that you get in the other from games it, it generally speaking is incredibly action-packed there are some missions that slow things down a little bit um especially when you're up against like big gun turrets that need a little bit of stealthy action to get mm. closer to and, and a good use of the environment and cover <clears throat> but generally speaking it's just action 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 all the way it's totally like hammering it and most of the times once you get into combat it's so frantic and you have to be so in control you know think about you know like racing games when you're when you you know going at full speed full tilt down like tiny little tracks you know that sort of thing plus managing with your guns as well it's it's uh yeah it's incredibly action-packed sort of a game excellent though no, i still look forward to playing this at some point it's uh on my wish list um but um yeah no i'm I, i'm really hoping to get to this one it looks really good and i'm glad it sounds like it's really good as well um yeah this isn't the one that no i'm, I'm getting the wrong one this isn't the one that had the big massive controller is it that's something that's something else isn't it oh uh, that's still battalion from yeah that's the Xbox, it yeah. that was that was a mech game weren't it was it? yeah yeah i'd love one of those still me too uh, but anyway, yeah, no, that looks really good. And it was a really good interview. 
as well, which is said to be able to get as a separate episode, a special, hopefully at the time of listening to this, if not a couple of days later, unless you listen to this in the future, in which case it's already there. Inception. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, back to Inception. Or if you're listening in the far future, nothing exists and this is the last podcast you'll ever listen to. Yeah, so. If you're listening into the far future, congratulations, you survived. Yeah, yeah, yeah well done you. Yeah. Yeah. God, imagine if we was the only podcast, like the only audio recording ever left oh, in the world dear. and all you got was, was my voice going on and on and on. Mankind's legacy. Forever. Oh, bloody hell. You're the last. You're the last person alive who can help save mankind. You hear my voice in your head for twenty minutes, and you just end it all right now. Yeah, it's best that the human race doesn't continue. Yeah, yeah I, I've damned. I've damned us all to hell, Stu. Again. <laughs> so again, every week. Uh, to offset that a little bit, uh, what else have you been playing? Jump Light Odyssey is a game I've been playing, which is a space-based simulation strategy game. That is in parts FTL light, uh, not light FTL like in places, uh, base builder parts in places, simulation management, all that kind of things. Um, so basically, you're on this this adventure through space. There's story um, going on for whatever reason to to make sure you've got to go across space uh, and you've got to gather like different survivors and save them obviously you can't of course you've got to save the survivors otherwise they're dead uh, but they're not survivors, not, not survivors anyway yeah. you've got to know, you've got to maintain your your ship uh make sure you know any damage it takes when there's a um, combat is repaired that um, all your people that are on there are healthy but also have their personal needs looked after so people on there, they will build relationships, um, likes and dislikes, as well as everything else that's going on. So again, you've got to make sure they've got downtime, they've got entertainment areas, and all, all things like that you'd expect in, in management games, just all within the confines of confines rather of of space. Um, and it took me a while to get to this because I tried playing it on Steam Deck, and it's just the worst experience on steam deck it really really is um unfortunately um but i then played it on the pc on the uh like at the desk and it's all right it's missing something at the moment for me to really draw me in and grab me um compared to other games of its ilk so like the ftl parts ftl does better the management resource stuff has been done better in like a um, like a two-point hospital or, or, or something like that. Um, the space exploration has been done better in various different space-based games. The, the relationship and storytelling has been done better um, in, in other games. Um, but it's got something there. It just needs more time to cook um to 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 bring it through um it's kind of got this saturday morning cartoon aesthetic in some cutscenes, and then it's kind of got this weird cell shaded 3d look in the actual game which I'm, I'm not a big fan of that kind of difference between them I, if they are going to do that either try go completely saturday morning cartoon with everything or had Saturday morning cartoon style things, but a much more realistic, stylized um, 
actual game itself. Uh, the actual, in, in parts, it looks a bit cheap um, and not in a good way, which is a shame because they've gone for an artistic choice. I just don't think it quite hits. But it's early access. It's not a bad game, but the developers have got some decisions to make that will decide whether it becomes a game that people enjoy playing or one that just gets, you know, uh, basically confined to the, to the dumping ground of space. The dumping <laughs> ground of space moons. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird one. It's, it's got something, but it hasn't quite got it. Um, and I'm willing to go back to it in a few months and see where it is then. It's, it's piqued my interest, but it's not made me go, oh yeah, this is the one. Yeah, no fair play. Yeah, yeah. Wait wait for the full release and see if they fix them. Mm. I don't think it's coming out in the fall. In the fall. I'll oh, try to do oh, American seasons then, oh, the fall. That's because most games they say, oh, it's released in the fall. And it's like, oh. then it gets delayed to 2024 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, what I will say, it's a good, good, this isn't one of those good examples of doing early access right. It's a complete game in terms of it works, it's playable, etc., etc. And they can use the early access to improve the bits that people don't like. So again, we're not at the full release. Um, that This is the a great way of using... Um, early access to hopefully build the final game that you want to release or that will have everything it needs. Good. Yeah, fingers crossed then. Uh, uh, so moving on, what other minor indies have you been playing, Stu? One very minor, very indie, which is very Starfield. So, um, yeah, I've only had a... a ooh, not even, not even half an hour on it proper yet. But it's worth mentioning sort of early, early days, really, to talk about it and... And say that it's on the radar because it's a, it's a big one. But um, yeah, so like everything, the story so far has been of technical issues and trying to get it to work in a way that is at least vaguely acceptable. Because it's so it's so heavily geared around being used on AMD architecture. And I've got an NVIDIA card that it, it doesn't run very well at all <laughs> on pretty much anything unless you've got an AMD uh, you know, graphics card. Um, so, yeah, it took, took a long time to install because it's like 120 gig in size, absolutely gigantic, which you can understand. Um, haven't installed it on the Steam Deck, but I'll come to the Steam Deck side of it in a minute. And, you know, <laughs> spent, yeah, spent a long time sort of tweaking stuff, but... One of the the crucial things was I uh, I subscribed uh, to Patreon to a guy called Pure Dark who does um, DLSS implementations for non DLSS games. So I'm conscious this is a very mm-hmm. techy conv- conversation. So if you're not interested, skip to the next section. You can get the timestamps from the show notes. Um, but yeah, so he he does implementations of DLSS for for uh, non DLSS games and. Yeah, he's got an injector for this, and it you know it really really helps. It really helps in you know very very heavily to make things look a little bit better. Um, uh, it's really heavy game in terms of running. The the best I can get, even with all the you know the gubbins turned down that make any difference to performance, um, is th- you know thirty frames per second, and sometimes lower than that. Um, which is not really a representation of my computer. It's more to do with 
the the drivers for the for the Nvidia cards. But there you go. So I spent ages doing that. I spent ages getting the controller to work properly. I had controller problems, and then ages tweaking the graphics. So I've not spent a lot of time in it. But but it seems really good. It looks lovely. I really like the the aesthetic, the art direction of it. I think it's got a great you know, it's got sci-fi trope looks to it, but its touch points are things like uh, there's a sort of bit of Buck Rogers there, there's a bit of alien, particularly alien isolation, um, but there's a lot of colour and life, you know, to it. There's, yeah, it's not kind of a dark, depressing place, it's a, it's a kind of a hopeful, bright kind of place. It's stuffed full of details, detail everywhere, Um and it has a real strong atmosphere to it. It looks quite unique, uh, even though it's using a lot of you know space tropes. So yeah, really, really good looking game. And people don't seem to be mentioning it much. I don't know what, don't really know why, but I think it looks fantastic. Um, because of pronouns, Joe. Oh yeah, it'll be the pronoun thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy, that guy who's get everywhere about the pronouns. Oh my god, oh, pathetic. I thought I honestly thought it was a bit. I honestly thought it was a bit. Yeah. And I was waiting for the punchline, and then it was like, oh, no, wait, he's actually angry. And someone's done a video, sorry to sidetrack you, done a video that counts the amount of pronouns he uses in his rant about pronouns. <laughs> and it's, oh, yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, I've got to um, say Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, because of your California bullshit or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, what the fuck? Oh. Uh, imagine they installing something that's over 100 gigs and then going, right, no, I'm done. At the character yeah. creation yeah. before actually is it I'm assuming before the actual character creation because you would select whether you're male, female, other, whatever beforehand before you actually then build your character. Yeah, I um, think it's at, so, I think it's at the same time. I think it's like you know five minutes in. Um, yeah, but you're crazy. Yeah, bro, <laughs> now. But yeah, no. So That's it's gonna uh, be a meme, but anyway, carry on. Yeah, yeah God, just te- back technically to... extremely shaky. Um, or, you know, on PC, uh, really needs to have several big patches to make it run the way it ought to. But um, play, I've I've started to stream it to my Steam Deck, uh, which really helps because um, you're obviously using a lower resolution, and I can get about a you know fairly stable fifty frames per second um, going. Stop it being quite so juddery, um, which is you know a lot better. So yeah, early impressions is yeah it needs it needs a lot of time baking. It's not so much bugs this time round for, for Bethesda, but it's it's more to do with drivers. So uh, we'll see we'll see where it goes. But uh, yeah, just just planting the pin in the map on that game. No Man's Sky versus Starfield. Is it night and day, or you know, is there any reason to sort of go? Actually, I'm not gonna play no man's sky just move to starfield or switch over because there's a lot in there where i'm watching screenshots or i've seen quick videos of it and i'm just going well that's just no man's sky all of that yeah well it's it's a to borrow one of your phrases it's a it's a bethesda ass bethesda game really um so it's it's imagine you know pretty much a reskimmed skyrim kind of game experience um it's like that if you like that style of game you'll like it if you don't like it you won't like it yeah but it's not massively like no man's sky to be honest it's more like mass effect but not but not even really like mass effect it is just like yeah 
the, the, the their house the style. Yeah. Yeah. I might when I if I have had to cancel uh, my game pass for a bit, um to try and save some some monies because, you know, the world we live in now. Um and but when I get back I might just I'm not gonna buy this one. I don't think I might just uh play it on uh game uh, Xbox Cloudy thingy. Um and see how it goes through there. Ah yeah, um, the cloudy because, thingy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't look like it's like overly like twitch ready like you need like really super fast reflexes to get the most out of it so i'm hoping it's one that is nicely playable via streaming yeah it should be there's lots of um difficulty settings you know you can make it as easy as you like i think to make it a story experience if if you want so yeah that's actually the one thing so i'm guessing with it being microsoft um also behind it there's some decent accessibility settings at least I've not even had a chance to dig into them properly yet, to be honest with you. Um, I have to do that. I would expect Report back next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, I expect your report on my desk first thing next Thursday morning. Oh, bloody hell. All right. (laughs) 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 I've been back at work. No. No, you don't want that. I'd I'd be, as a boss, I'd be like, what? Yeah, whenever. And then it would be get done. I'd be like, oh, that's fine. (laughs) I don't want to shout at you. By the way, the business is closing, but that's all right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'd be like. That's fine. Yeah, don't make money. Who needs it? I'd I'd like some, but no, I don't know. Well, I need money. Uh, But anyway, yeah, moving on from Starfield. Yes. uh, I've been playing what I think is a very, very, very very unique puzzle platformer um now you do a lot of editing Stu. i do for audio uh, you have to do a lot of dragging of bars and stuff like that as you layer your audio and maybe chop bits up etc um, and it's the same when it comes to video editing well what if i told you someone's made a puzzle platforming game based in the movie industry where you play it by editing the video on a video editor screen okay Okay. That's the concept behind It's a Wrap. So essentially, you are on this thing, like it's set in like, I think like 80s Hollywood, um, and you've got the, your your actor who's got to do these different scenes. And there is an action film, uh, but most of the scenes are get from the left to the right, um, and then something goes wrong. So one of the early ones is like an Indiana Jones style scene where he's running a lot of... Um, a lot of ledge and then he's got to jump onto a falling like a rock base um that's then gonna fall over jump onto another one that's gonna fall over jump onto the safe like the safe area and then a, a ball a rock ball's gonna drop down and roll after him um and then the first thing it does is you do it um and you're running and straight away these rocks fall on you and kill you and then it goes up oh, cut need to do that again zooms out and it takes you to a, a video editing screen and then on the editing screen, you get like different segments on there. One will be for the timing of the falling rocks. One will be for the timing, say, for example, of a platform leaning and, and starting to go. And basically what you've got to do is adjust the these little bars so that the rocks fall at the right time when you start running. So they fall just behind you to keep it exciting. That you jump on a ledge, but you need that ledge to fall at a certain time, so you can then jump onto the next ledge, which needs to fall early enough so you to get onto the thing before the rock ball falls, otherwise it just falls on you, so you can then outrun it to the end. And all the levels are variations of that, where different parts of the level have their own layer, and then you basically need to adjust what they do. 
um, and their timings to get to the end of the level. And it's really, really intuitive. It sounds complicated, but as soon as you've played a level or two, it's really intuitive. And while you're editing, you can scrub along with like your uh, like your timing bar to have a look at what's doing what and make minor adjustments and basically to complete the level all you've got to do is get from one end to the other end to complete the scene um, and the levels get more and more complex as they go uh, but in interesting ways um, you could die in so many different ways as well which keeps it like entertaining it's always fun to see how things go wrong and, and that kind of thing and the only issue I've got with it is I almost want to see it with a sequel and built on uh, because I think the mechanic is really interesting, but I don't think it lasts long enough. I don't think it does enough with it um, to be able to do it. So like when you're doing a video, obviously you'll do things with audio. So it'd be maybe like as for a sequel or or DLC or something down the line where you could do things with audio. Um, or maybe you could bring in special effects or, or things like that. I'd like to see it sort of really built upon the editing functions. Uh, maybe being able to change layers and, and move like different things into different areas. Just all the things you know you could do with like Premiere Pro or After Effects or like um, uh, Audition and all different like editing softwares. I just bring it all in. Um, and, but yeah, it's really, really interesting as a concept and I really enjoy my time with it. It's definitely something different. Uh, and I say why it doesn't, it's not perfect. And uh, once I'm done with it, I'm done. It's one I'm like, please do something more with this because it's got something about it that shakes things up a little bit that we've not seen in quite some time. Excellent. Yeah, there are, like you say, there are kind of games a little bit like that, but not not exactly like that. So it has kind of got a bit of a niche. So yeah, hopefully it'll get some more polish over time and, and more additions and be something really good. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, you could do, I mean, just even thinking out loud, like you could use the same thing to do like maybe like an on-rails first-person like Time Crisis style shooter where, you know, the shooting's automatic, but you've got to make adjustments to the scene to bring the enemies out at the right time and, and stuff like that. So there's so many different concepts they could do that they take it away from just the run left to right side of stuff. Um, but as I said, it's it's really, really, really interesting game. That, you know, I just like games that try something a bit different. Um, and even though it is like we've got thousands of puzzle platformers, I've not played one like this that's really interested me as much as this does. So, yeah, really good. More, please. Excellent. Good stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's it for for, for games. Um, it's really, really hot out. Um, I'm not even going to go for a bit anymore because I'm just too hot and I need to go and get a shower. So I'm going to shut up now and go and soak myself in water. Yeah, it's a good idea. I'm going to melt like an ice cream, I think. So I will leave it there. And yeah, so everybody, if you could please follow us on all the socials, check out our content on the website, join up to our Discord and chat with like-minded people there about any subject you would like to. And until next time, in the meantime, stay safe and stay sane.